0: Hey, what's up, students? So shout out to my wife for recording us that new podcast intro, and she just told me that she had to tell y'all that she thought I was awesome. And so I'm glad that she thinks I'm awesome. Even if you don't, uh, I don't really care, but I'm glad she does. And so uh, thanks to Courtney for doing that new introduction for us. And today, and we have on Austin Andes, he's going to be walking through the gospel of Matthew with us. And so man, I hope you enjoy it as we listen to him unpack God's word. Alright you guys, it is good to be back Uh, Today we are starting Matthew chapter 10 And uh, we've got a couple interesting things to talk about today Um, So go to Matthew chapter 10, we're going to be focusing on verses 1 through 14 I'm going to try not to read all of it um, So I'm hoping that you have the word in front of you and so here Jesus begins and he draws his disciples together. The uh, the 12 apostles is what they're going to be referred to in this passage. Um, and so he calls them together and he gives them authority over unclean spirits. in verse 1. To cast them out and to heal every disease and affliction. And then he names them. And, he, and he here he just lists the names. So we've got Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot. So it's interesting, he pairs these up in in twos, and he sends them out in groups of two. What's great also is Jesus doesn't undermine here who these people are. We've got Matthew the tax collector, which, you know, we've already already looked at Matthew. Um, And again, he just talks about who he is, you know, the background that he comes from. And then he also points out Judas Iscariot was in this, the one who would betray Jesus. Um, He specifically writes that out here, um, which is really interesting to to look at. And so Jesus gives these guys the authority that he has to cast out demons and to heal diseases. Okay. He says, you are going to take the gospel to these towns and to these people. So he says in verse five, go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Here, Jesus is just giving them a specific type of ministry that he wants them to do. One day, he's going to send these people out to the Gentiles specifically. But first, he's got to send them to the people of Israel, to the own house of Israel in which he is going to proclaim to them the gospel. And so, verse 7, he says, "...go, saying that the kingdom of heaven is at hand." He says, "...preach the gospel, preach repentance, preach the good news of the gospel of Christ that has come." And he says, "...heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons." You as you received nothing without paying, also give without pay there, just be generous be be kind, acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts so don't don't do this just to make a paycheck don't do this just to have people give you money that's not the goal here He says no bag for your journey, nor two or tunics he says you're not supposed to be rich he says you're just to go out you're going to heal people you're going to serve people, and you're going to tell them that the kingdom of God is at hand. Or sandals or staff The laborer deserves his food So just eat It's really all he's saying He says look you're not out here to make a bunch of money Uh, You're out here to serve me and make sure that you're alive by eating food. It says, whatever town or village you enter, find out who's worthy in it and stay there until you depart. So find somebody who who takes the gospel in, and that's who you're supposed to stay with. Um, it, it's really interesting. He kind of builds upon what we'll see later in the New Testament as almost a house church mentality. Find somebody in the community who takes the gospel And you're going to stay in that house, and that's going to be where the gospel grows, because you're taking that one person who's already in the community. So he does that same thing here. He says, Find the person who's worthy, and stay there until you depart. Enter as the house, and greet it. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it, but if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not receive you or listen to our words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly, I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town." So, Jesus here kind of just lists out the job that these apostles in this passage, the disciples, the twelve disciples, have. And basically, they're to go around the uh, the town of Judah, in the, the area of Judah, and all the towns and all the cities, and they're supposed to proclaim the gospel. And they're going to heal the sick and raise the dead and point people to Jesus as they do this. And so, they are missionaries in their own towns. They're being sent out by Jesus. Um, and, and what this does is is these guys were all watching Jesus do all of these things for the past year or so, let's say. And so they've been following Jesus around from town to town as he does these very things, as Jesus heals the sick, as Jesus raises the dead, as he's cleansing lippers and he's he's casting out demons. He says, okay, look, I'm going to give you the authority to do these things. It is now your job. You're going to go around and you're going to do it yourselves so that the people, when they see you as ordinary men, that's the key, as these guys who have nothing special, but they see my power in you. And as you proclaim the good news that I have come to save the people from their sins, they will look at you and they will see my power in you and they will turn and repent from their sins and follow me. And that's the point. And so what's really cool is nothing's really changed for you and I. Although Jesus hasn't quite given us the same authority over demons and over the sick um, as he has given the apostles directly, we do have the Spirit of God with us. We have the Holy Spirit. And he's called us to do the same things. We are to go out and we are to to greet everyone around us. We are to proclaim the gospel. We are to show them the works of God through through scripture and through prayer, uh, the, the works that we have. And we are to, to lead them to Christ. We are to show them that through our love, through our compassion, through our help, through our kindness, that what Jesus Christ has done and we are, we are disciples of Christ. Uh, we are, we are called to go and we are called to do this. It is not for us to acquire gold or silver. It's not to get rich. The Christian life is simply to, to look at Jesus and point others to him and to his greatness and to his worth. And so as you look at this passage, Although we're not called to do the same things as the apostles, we are told to go and to preach the gospel and to proclaim the good news through the way that we live. Um, and so I encourage you with that today, that Christ has given us authority to proclaim the gospel to a lost and dying world, and that is your calling today. So today, as you listen to this, I challenge you, find somebody in your circle of life that you can preach the gospel to whether it be an actual gospel presentation whether it just be you tell them that you're praying for them and that you love them go out of your way today to be jesus and i promise you it will work out thanks so much for listening the point is a ministry of first baptist church indian trail for high school students we offer life groups every sunday morning at 8 9 30 and 11 o'clock and we meet on wednesday nights at 6 15